Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the retirement income professional certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice and for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. This weekend, we are going to be discussing a topic that I believe is widely misunderstood. To be honest with you, it's overlooked probably way more than it ever should be. And it's a subject that I hold close to my own heart simply because of some of the experiences that I've had with my family in retirement planning. This weekend's subject is estate planning. Now, when I say that, I would expect that there are a lot of different emotions that come across when when that word is heard. I would say that most of us misunderstand what estate planning is. A lot of us may think of estate planning as something that only the wealthy, the ultra-wealthy, need to do. But I would actually like to talk to you today about why it's necessary for some level of estate planning in just about every one of the retirement plans we manage, whether it's making sure that Uncle Sam doesn't take the farm whenever mom and dad end up in a nursing home, or if it's all about taxes and making sure that you are passing on assets to the ones you love, the people you care about most tax efficiently. There is a degree of of, of estate planning that must be done in everyone's retirement plan. And this is what we're going to be discussing today. How does estate planning dovetail with a true comprehensive retirement plan? At RD Smothers Wealth Management, we specifically go over five areas in a retiree or a pre-retiree's life. We're discussing income as we've talked very extensively on in these shows in this in this retirement matters show, perhaps the most emphasized thing that we discuss is income because retirement is not retirement without income. We go then to investment planning and how do we manage your investments to generate the desired income. We make sure that we discuss taxes and not only taxes in this year's tax year, but in the years to come, making sure that we're not paying too much in taxes. Healthcare planning, making sure that we have plans in place for long-term care events or Medicare, making sure that we have the Medicare supplement plan in place for you and that we're saving you as much money as we can. We do those things at RD Smothers Wealth Management. On the tax side, we definitely discuss with your CPA what moves are advantageous for your specific plan to the taxes that you will be paying in the future. And when it comes to estate planning, we definitely call in the professionals, the ones who know what they're doing. We will discuss this with your attorney, or if needed, we can recommend the attorney that you should be working with to uncover what is needed in a proper estate plan. I am honored to have a friend of mine in studio with me this morning to discuss exactly what it takes to put together a proper estate plan. You're going to love this show. 
There's a strong chance that in today's show, we will be uncovering something that you have some questions about. Uh, This is a topic that is highly misunderstood. And honestly, I think one of three things happens. Either uh, you have misconceptions that you think maybe you know how estate planning should be done and you take care of it yourself. Uh, You're fearful that you're going to have to pay someone for just a little bit of advice. So you never actually go talk to a planner or an attorney. Or perhaps the worst thing, uh, you end up not doing anything and thinking that it'll just all take care of itself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce my guest. But before we do, uh, let me give you our information that you can reach out to us with any questions or concerns. It's 270-600-PLAN. At RD Smothers Wealth Management, it is our goal to make sure you have the information to save money, plan well, and live happy. But we don't take that as just a cliche or a catchy phrase that we trademarked. We actually embody that. And so this show is all about educating you, the listener, uh, as to how you can protect assets against mainly having to sell the farm to take care of mom in the nursing home. So again, if you have questions, give us a call. We can quarterback this plan for you. 270-600-7526. 270-600-PLAN. All right, our guest, allow me to read off his very impressive resume and uh, maybe give you a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'm lucky to call this guy my friend. He received his bachelor's degree from Center uh, and went on to complete his law degree at Salmon Chase College of Law. He belongs to professional associations in the Rotary International American Kentucky and Taylor County Bar Association. He was voted Kentucky's Outstanding Young Lawyer in 2000, uh, has practiced here in Campbellsville for many years, was Campbellsville City Attorney from 1998 to 2010, Assistant Commonwealth Attorney of the 11th Judicial Circuit uh, from 1991 to 2005. He was Assistant Taylor County Attorney from 2005 to 2010, and from 2011 to now, he is our Taylor County County Attorney. Uh, He is the proud father of Grace and Ben, the loving husband to Miss Leah, and I'm sure a very loved son by Barry and Margaret. If you haven't guessed it by now, my guest in studio this morning is none other than the one and only John Burcham. So, with that, good morning, John. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Dale. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Good. I'm uh, I'm so excited to have you in studio, uh, man. We're we're gonna have a good a good show this morning. Uh, it's good to be here, and I appreciate the the opportunity yes, to share. Yes, sir. So, uh, we are we have listeners obviously that are looking to uh, do their retirement planning, uh, making sure that their plan is bulletproof. We like to say, and and this is one of the most under discussed portions of a plan, and that is. Uh, making sure that we are able to pass assets on and kind of protecting against long-term care. So we'll be right. discussing a lot of that today. Uh, you know, we'll just kick it off with this. What would you say whenever we say estate planning? That word maybe scares some people from time to time. What right. would you say is, uh, in your definition, what is estate planning to you? I, I guess I would start with uh, knowing what you have and knowing what you want to do with it. Uh, most of the time, the traditional estate planning is going to involve a last will and testament, and for 90% of the people listening, that may be all that is needed. Sometimes there's some other vehicles that work in tandem with a will, uh, and I'm talking about a trust and other sorts of things like that. But, you know, estate planning, the planning is probably the most operative word there, and that is, you know, in advance and not in when you're in crisis mode, but in advance. Yeah. 
determining, as I mentioned, what do you have and what do you want to, to do with it? That's good. And what's the best way to make that happen? That's really good. Uh, I love the planning part of that. Right. And what would you say... Uh, you know, whenever I talk to clients and we're like, you know, we really need to get your estate plan. They, when you hear the word estate, sometimes you mm-hmm. think millions of right. dollars. Uh, what would you say one of the most, the largest misconception that you hear about estate planning or whenever a client sits down with you, how do they feel primarily about estate planning? Right. Um, a little intimidated, just as you alluded to. I, I think there's a there's a, a little bit of a mystique about, you know, what that encompasses. And, you know, in just within the time of my practice, and it's hard for me to believe I've been practicing um, 30 years now, but when I first began, estate planning was principally focused on what do I need to do to ensure that um, inheritance or estate taxes at my death are minimized. Mm -hmm. And while that's still on the radar, there's a whole lot more to it than that. Fortunately, those thresholds for inheritance and estate taxes are much higher now than they were uh, back in the beginning of my practice. But there are some other big dark clouds that people have to watch for, and perhaps we'll get into some of that conversation. So I, I think that when people come in, a lot of times they just don't really even know what to ask. Mm-hmm. And, and because they don't know what to ask, the question never gets asked. Yeah. But I would encourage anybody listening to make contact with their attorney mm-hmm. and just say, look, help me through this. What do I need to do? Outstanding. And, you know, uh, obviously, John has his own practice here, a very well-established practice. He's a senior partner at Bertram Cox & Miller, uh, right down the street from our office. And we do, we do use their services for clients that come in with no estate plan. Uh, we are acting almost as the quarterback for that. We we don't put the paperwork together. We're not doing the legal documents that are necessary. We leave that to the experts. But planning and knowing what to ask or what to plan for is kind of where we come in, and then we will give them over to John to make sure that they're uh, you know kind of taken care of on that respect. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. What are those you know dark clouds, so to speak, that we we need to make sure of that we're avoiding? If it's sure. not so much about you know estate tax now, what would you say the biggest thing is now? I would say that in my practice, without question, uh, that uh, referring to it as a dark cloud, it's a conversation that when I began practicing, I probably had once every two or three weeks. And that conversation that used to take place once every two or three weeks now takes takes place a couple of times a day. And basically, I'm talking about the nursing home situation and you know you can look at all sorts of statistics and I can tell a lot of people uh, look you know it's reasonable to predict as between spouses who might die first. You can you can try to guess all of these things and try to plan with it. But it, normally, it's that scenario where children have come in. They've perhaps had a parent to pass. They've got a surviving parent. There's limited resources. That parent really wants to be able to leave it to the children or someone else. And how do they preserve it knowing that there may be a nursing home stay on the horizon? And unfortunately, if you wait too long, there's not a lot you can do to protect those resources in that scenario. So, what would you say uh, if a if a client comes in and they are concerned? Let's let's give an example. And I know we obviously you get paid for the advice you give, so I'm not necessarily saying divulge your proprietary process here, mm-hmm. how you would help someone in uh, making sure they don't lose the farm. But give us a maybe a high level overview or an example of how someone could perhaps get through that five-year 
look back mm-hmm. and and still be okay with passing the farm on to their family. Sure. Well, if let's just uh, give a hypothetical then in year 2020, uh, family comes in, things seem to be fine health-wise, but you can reasonably predict as all of us should be able to that the day is going to come that things aren't so great. Right. And they're open-minded enough to consider things that might be a little uncomfortable. And that, that's the greatest barrier for most people right. is when I say, well, now, look, if we consider this door number one approach that we just mentioned, you're going to have to take ownership of this land out of your name and put it into whether it be a deed that we might have discussed or an irrevocable trust. And I start seeing them wiggle a little bit because that's just very unsettling for a lot of people right. to think, you mean that this most significant thing I have in my life is no longer going to be mine. You've lost ownership. Right. All control. Exactly. And, and you know, irrevocable being the operable word, if it happens to be the trust approach, it is irrevocable. Mm-hmm. And you also can't serve as the trustee. When you are the trustee of your own irrevocable trust, then Medicaid looks at that and says, no, we're not going to accept this as a valid estate planning tool because we believe that you actually do still have control over this. And by having control, you're uh, you're, you're really avoiding what is appropriate estate planning right. as they see it. So, that um, going back to what your question was, I would generally say to these folks, all right, if, if this family comes in and let's say that they have a residence or a farm or combination as well as money, but they think... You know, we want to go ahead and do some planning. We want to get some assets to our children now. And we're, we're not so bothered at the idea of a potential capital gain um, that our children might be hit with because we think they're going to keep the property forevermore. Right. Then that, that couple could, if they were so inclined, deed the property outright to their children. No strings attached. It's now the kids. Now, you're probably going to be losing some homestead exemptions and so forth, and mm-hmm. property taxes are going to be a little wacky, and that's not comfortable for a lot of folks. Or they might decide to place the real estate into an irrevocable trust. So hypothetically, let's say the parents in that scenario indeed divulge themselves of everything that they have, but they only make it three years, mm-hmm. and suddenly, God forbid, you know, something indeed has happened, and one of them's got to go to the nursing home. Well, I mentioned there's a five-year look back. Right. Well, at three years, you're not there. But if those kids have parked that money somewhere and are right. going to do the right thing with it, they can buy time. So you go to your third option, which is private pay, self-pay. That's right. You self-pay for uh, enough months. I tell people, you, you, you try to look at 61 months, not yeah. 60, just to give yourself a little bit of And so basically, cushion. you're three years in. You've got to have five. You, you, mm-hmm. you basically self-pay for the additional two right. years and a month. Right. Correct. Uh, and, and, and I understand that can be a little painful. Yeah. But look at what the other option right. was. Now, in a scenario where you have a husband and a wife and one of them needs to go to the nursing home and the other is still at home. They're not going to take your home. They're not going to do that and that's a that's a misnomer. However, what's not known is that spouse who does stay at home, what if, God forbid, they die of a heart attack mm-hmm. while the first spouse is in the nursing home. Suddenly now, the spouse that's in the nursing home is the sole owner of that property. Yes. And now, it, it, while they may not immediately take it, they have a they have a lien that they're going to place against that property, right. which they might place against the property anyway if the first spouse who went into the nursing home survives the second one who didn't. Mm-hmm. They simply pass away. Uh, so it, it 
So, I mean, it's just, it, it gets so complex. Right. It, you know, theoretically, uh, you gift land. Again, you've got to realize that the, the step up is gone at that point in time, but you gift land, you store cash somewhere in someone's name or the children's name uh, to pay for whatever is necessary for those five years right. that you would have. And, and from there, uh, you 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 would then apply for the Medicaid mm-hmm. payment. That, that, correct. Uh, and so it can get complicated, and that is why you really need professionals to over kind of overview the plan that you're putting into place. I mean, the worst plan, undoubtedly, is we'll deal with it when it gets here. Right. Uh, and that is unfortunately the plan that we see a lot yeah, of clients that's come a in very with. common plan uh, or a fear plan you know just i'm mm-hmm. fearful what if and and we make recommendations and nothing mm-hmm. ever gets done right and you know, one of the things that we've talked about before as well and this this is not a complicated or, or complex assessment what i'm getting ready to say but even if somebody doesn't know they should at least go in and start the conversation with an attorney who is equipped to handle these sorts of things and, and just talk about all these what ifs. Right. At least, at least get a will in place yes. that they can build from, and perhaps they'll never change that will. But if they don't have a will, I would tell everybody this: if you're listening and you don't have a will, get one. Yes, and it, it's going to take care of some of the little things that can be big problems later, like who is the representative of the estate going to be and you might think oh that you know my family's going to be able to easily agree on that and you know a lot of times that's the case but unfortunately sometimes it's not a lot of times it's not right Right, right. Yes, exactly. And listen, John, I just want to thank you one more time as we wrap the show up. I'm hearing our tone. We're running out of time. But we appreciate you coming in and sharing with us, uh, with each listener here, ways that they can help protect assets if a long-term care event arises. So thank you, John. Some very outstanding and powerful words of wisdom. I I want every one of you that are listening to heed that word of wisdom. And if you're listening and you do not have your will in place, get one. Uh, Listen, guys, we have enjoyed this time with you this Saturday morning. I'm hearing our cue to wrap up. So if you would, just give us a call, 270-600-PLAN, with any questions that you have from this show. Obviously, you can reach out to us. We'll get you in touch with John. Or if you have an attorney that you're working with that specializes in this, we work hand-in-hand with a lot of our attorneys here in town and in other surrounding counties. Uh, So anyway, listen, I have got to sign off. Until next week, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.